well, I note the average time to wait to get in to see your GP is three weeks. That's the average. You know, for many, it's longer than that. And I think if you're, you know, if you're somebody in a rural area, you'd be hard pressed to see a GP at all. Far less one close to you. You may have to drive miles to even get to see one. So we know it's a problem. But how to fix it? You know, president of the Royal New Zealand College of GPs, Samantha Merton, she wrote this piece for the Herald yesterday, which was quite interesting, saying how it's not an easy fix. You know, we can't magic away the chronic GP shortage, she said. And she puts it down to the low number of trained GPs. She says that our med student numbers are lower than in many other first world countries and that they have little opportunity to train outside of hospitals. And early career doctors are not encouraged to work in general practice. And I know that to be true. We've got a daughter at med school currently and she'd concur that not a lot of her peers are there to wind up in a GP's office. Advocates for the work of GPs, though, will tell you it's, you know, dynamic and ever-changing. It can be a lovely interface with the community. Merton says it's complex work. Never the same day twice. Although I find that hard to believe at the moment. Surely every second patient's a respiratory illness at the moment. Uh, But the crux of Merton's piece is that we need to give serious consideration to supporting other health professionals working in general practice. And I just wonder if that's the part where the current government's actually recognised and is cognisant of that fact. Because, you know, it feels like they are more focused on delivering bureaucratic overhauls and increasing paperwork and not throwing much at the front line where it's actually needed. But if Merton's right about no magic fix other than long-term good investment and encouraging more people down the GP path, then surely we need to start by offering more training to more students. You know, limited spaces at only two med schools in this country, it's not enough. And if we can't train enough here, we just have to let more into the country and enable them to be able to work here without having them end up driving taxis because they don't meet strict New Zealand requirements. What's galling is that having been through a pandemic and two years of closed borders and with the health workforce crying out for help, from every corner for so long, we still haven't had the foresight to improve things. In fact, it's only gotten worse. It's a problem of successive governments in terms of neglect, but Merton's point is that if we don't start proactively doing something about it right now, we are not going to be better off in another 10 years. In fact, it may even be worse. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems. Or a but. I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.